And welcome back to the Rise of Dragons podcast. My name is Robert Blanchard, but my friends call me Bobby. As I stated, this is episode three of the podcast. And in the trailer, I said that this podcast would be about my journey into writing and the struggles involved. And I would also talk about the books and the characters involved. And if I'm going to start off with a character, why wouldn't I start off with the main character? His name is Aiden of Delmar, and as I have said before, but it bears repeating again for those that did not hear, the main character is named Aiden, and my youngest son is named Aiden. But the two are not named twins, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) I named the character of Aiden long before I started dating the woman who would be Aiden's mother, and her dream since she was 12 was to name her first child Aiden. So, just a happy coincidence, but uh, it's a favorite story that I love to tell. If you happen to hear noises in the background, I'm very sorry. Um, Our little rat terrier is right now in the process of rearranging every blanket on my bed so she can lay down properly. So, that's that. And our cat is just watching her. Aiden of Delmar was not, in fact, named after my youngest child, but was named after the child in the movie The Ring. Uh, I have also stated previously that I was stuck on the letter R for some reason in naming the main character of this book, and I don't know why, but uh, he was Rowan for a while. He might have been Roland for a little bit. Um, just names that I was just not enamored with. I think the reason for that is from the movie uh, Dragonheart, which... The Roar of a Dragon series is heavily influenced from. But that still makes no sense because the main character, played by Dennis Quaid, was Bowen and not Rowan. I don't know. That's why, for some reason, I was stuck on it. So, (laughs) I will warn you that there will be minor spoilers. Uh, If it gets into heavier spoiler activity, I will let you know. But, I mean, obviously, I don't want to spoil too much from the books. But uh, a lot of things I'm going to be talking about are things that I didn't even write in the actual book that were in previous uh, manuscripts. So there's not much danger of spoilers, but uh, if there are, I will let you know. Aiden of Delmar was born in the Fifth Age in the year 185. You may or may not be wondering what the previous four ages were. Well, I guess you'll have to keep tuning into this podcast, won't you? For the record, I can't sit here and claim that I have written an entire mythology of all five ages or anything like that, but I do have ideas of all of them, and I know where they go, and I know the main parts of them, so perhaps I will talk about that on a later episode. Aiden's mother died, giving birth to him, so Aiden's father, Ewain, raised him on his own. One might think that this caused some sort of resentment on Ewain's part, but it did not. Ewain raised Aiden with love and a sense of humor, which Aiden would adopt during his childhood. 
I remember when I gave my mom, Nancy, a copy of the book. Um, my mom passed away in January 2021, unfortunately. But at the age of 83, she had lived a good long life, and we knew it was coming. But anyway, when I gave her a copy of the book and she read it, she read, like, the first part of it. Uh, she was from Thailand, so um, reading things in English was somewhat difficult for her. But uh, when she read it, oh, crap, my alarm's going off. But when my mom read the first part of the book and saw that Aiden's mom had died during childbirth, she was kind of resentful of it. And um, I, I didn't know what to tell her. I, it's not her, and the main character is not me. Obviously, there's great parts of me in the character of Aiden, but it's still not me. It's still a completely different character. So, you know, I just kind of had to talk her down on that one. But God rest your soul, Mom. I love you. But Aiden's uncle, Hagen, owned a bookstore in town. And Aiden and his father would frequently visit. And Aiden would take to reading books in the bookstore. By the way, Wayne is a farmer. Aiden is the son of a farmer. And farmers that know how to read in that time are very few and far between. But Aiden learned at a young age. And one day at his uncle's bookstore, Aiden pulled the book, Hero Knights of the Second Age, off the shelf... And from that day on, Aiden was obsessed with the idea of becoming a knight. It became his dream, his goal in life, and nothing could talk him out of it. Uh, his father tried many times, but Aiden would still often sneak away from his chores to play in the nearby woods, pretending to be a knight, and that just never went away for him. Now, Wayne had a friend by the name of Agatha who lived up the road from him and Aiden, and Agatha was an old friend of the family, but Aiden was very resentful of her because he felt like Agatha was trying to take his mom's place, which was certainly not the case. Agatha was just a sweet old lady that would help out the family from time to time. Unfortunately, Agatha's house would catch on fire one day, and Wayne and Aiden both tried to save her, but to no avail. And uh, Aiden was very regretful of how he treated Agatha after Agatha's death. And that haunted him for quite a while. In the winter of the year 199, when Aiden was 14, uh, Wayne became suddenly very ill. And Aiden tried to save his father with a healing potion that Agatha had taught him. And mysteriously, he found the ingredients he needed in improbable circumstances, such as finding the root of a lion's toe plant in the drawer of his house when he knew it had not been there before. The potion was able to ease his father's symptoms, but it did not save him. Wayne died with Aiden in his arms the following morning. Morning, sorry. Aiden buried his father in their backyard, having to dig through the snow and the frozen ground to do so. I remember vividly writing that scene and how difficult it was, and I I'm not ashamed at all to say I cried through a great deal of it. Uh, I wrote it in greater detail in one of the earlier manuscripts, but obviously a somewhat truncated version is in the actual book. But yeah, it hit me really hard. I think actually in the book, um, Aiden's father's death is revealed in a story that Aiden tells to Derek, um, his best friend, later on when he's with the uh, the army of Delmar on a mission. So it's not actually covered in the early parts of the book. It's a little bit later on. But yeah, I, obviously it had to be in there. It was a very important part of Aiden's life because, I don't think I wrote this in the book, but like a month later, uh, Aiden's uncle dies. So 
Aiden's alone in the world at the age of 14. So it's a, it's a very difficult spot for him to be in. Two years later, at the age of 16, um, Aiden is still doing his best to farm and not having very much luck. Uh, he's barely making, he's barely harvesting enough food for himself to survive and to keep the Lord of his land happy. But he's getting by on straight determination and willpower, even if the animals aren't cooperating with him. <laughs> One day, while Aiden is working in the fields, he has a chance encounter with a knight of Delmar by the name of Norvin, and Norvin is accompanied by two other knights, who the three of them must have just come off a night watch, and all three of them are drunk, and they see Aiden in the field, and they decide to have some fun with this 16-year-old farmer boy. But, to Norvin's surprise, Aiden fights back, and armed with just a gardening hoe, Aiden is able to subdue the knight Norvin, and uh, to the shock of uh, Norvin, Norvin's compatriots as well. And Norvin, in his drunken stupor, has decided he's just going to finish off this farmer boy and be done with him. But before he can, Sir Garadin intervenes. And Sir Garadin is the leader of the White Army of Delmar. Garadin forces Norvin to leave, and afterwards he admits to Aiden that he witnessed the entire encounter. And Aiden is perplexed by this and is like, why didn't you step in and stop it? And Garadin apologizes and says, I'm sorry, I was just, <laughs> basically he says I was just transfixed by your skill. Obviously, you're not trained, except, you know, fighting straw dummies in a barn, which Aiden was actually doing. So it's somewhat eerie that Garadin knew what Aiden had been doing, but probably as a knight himself, Garadin probably did similar similar things in his youth. And soon thereafter, Garadin took Aiden under his wing and began training him in the ways of a soldier. This went on for a year, and then, one day out of nowhere, every able-bodied man was summoned to the White Castle in Delmar because there was an invasion. Uh, the majority of the White Army had been away, seeing to the battle between the Elves and the Minotaur, but Delmar was being invaded by barbarians, and they didn't have a lot in the way of protection there. So Aiden is summoned, along with Garadin, back to the castle. And it is actually there that Aiden meets Derek, technically for the second time, because Derek had been sent to investigate Agatha's death and had interacted with Aiden before, but this is the first real time that the two have gotten together, and Aiden and Derek would become fast friends, almost brothers. Um, I'm sure I'll talk about Derek in a later episode. Derek is a very popular character of the series. Uh, he is named after a childhood friend of mine named Derek, and Derek is a very happy-go-lucky... He's a big dude. Big-built, strong dude. But he has a great sense of humor. And uh, a sense of humor as that has gotten me out of many jams in writing itself. Just many is the time that I would be stuck on a scene and not sure what to write next. But Derek would be there and i just have him say something stupid and boom, we're off and running again. But anyway, the Barbarians are the Natuma tribe from the north, and Delmar is ill-equipped 
to repel them, but they do the best they can. They pull in every person they have, and one of those people was Aiden. And Garadin supplies Aiden with his armor for the battle, and after getting dressed, Aiden is perplexed that the armor is very light. There's really not much in the way of protection. And he asks Garadin about this, and Garadin says, Young Aiden, your strength is your speed. You know, heavy armor is only going to slow you down. Light armor will allow you to use your speed to be able to dodge and use quick maneuvers, and that's your best chance of survival, basically. Aiden still doesn't really get it, but, I, you know, Garadin's the boss, so he goes along with it, and, uh, of course, he's he's scared shitless. So, so let's just be honest. He's a 16, what, no, 17-year-old child at this point on the verge of his very first battle, something he's always dreamed of. And it's a situation where Delmar's in a little bit of trouble here. I mean, maybe, you know, I don't think I've really thought too deeply about it. I don't think these barbarians could have really taken over Delmar and the state that Delmar was in, even with most of the army missing. But, you know, it was still a threat. You know, damage could have still been done. And, uh, you know, Aiden's a part of the force that's going to try to push them back. When the armies meet on the battlefield, Aiden is riding horseback on Derek's horse. And during the battle, Aiden gets thrown off. So he's all by himself and just surrounded by barbarians. And he freezes. You know, he has a moment where, you know, his, his limbs just freeze, his brain freezes, he can't move. He doesn't know what to do. And Garrett had told him that this would happen. And uh, he recalls. Garadin's words, these are, these are straight from the book. Right before your first battle begins, you will forget everything you have learned. Your body will freeze, not from cold, but from fear. For you to become a true warrior, a true soldier, that fear must be overcome, and when you do, instinct will take over. Aiden remembers those words, and just as the first barbarian is coming to him, he reacts on instinct, and he takes out the first barbarian, and then another, and then another, and then another. Also, during this battle, Aiden realizes that these barbarians smell terrible. And there was a part when Derek and Aiden first met. And then Garadin comes in and asks what they're talking about. Derek says he had given Aiden advice to not soil his breeches. It might work on dignified soldiers, but it won't work on barbarians. <laughs> and that's the kind of thing that Derek just brought so much life to the book. But, uh, yeah, Aiden remembers this during the battle. When the battle is over, this ragtag army has successfully repelled the barbarians away, and Aiden is collapsed on the ground, just overcome with emotions and really in a state of shock. You know, he's he's taken lives for the first time, and that's weighing heavily on him, and also being scared out of his mind, and his brain just racing around what he just did. You know, he fought off all those barbarians by himself. And Garadin and Derek are in awe of him. Derek says, look at him. Not a mark, not a scratch. Save for those he sustained falling off the horse. You truly are a marvel, lad. Everyone in Delmar will hear of your valor on this day. Afterwards, they travel back to the castle to be congratulated by King Balladir IV. Balladir is a young man himself, having become king at a fairly young age. And to Aiden's surprise, Balladir says to Garadin, and this is the young man I've been hearing about for so long? Aiden is just completely perplexed that Garadin had talked to the king about him. 
And as Aiden approaches Balladeer, he starts to kneel, but Balladeer stops him and says, to me, it should be me. Today, it should be me kneeling to you and not the other way around because you are a hero today. Balladeer announces that there will be a party in their honor, and Derek is very excited by this. But Garrodin just basically kind of takes it in stride and rolls his eyes and says, yes, yes, we have earned their respect for, e- for an evening. And he tells Aiden to sleep well and sleep with the knowledge that you have taken your first step towards becoming a knight. The final paragraph and the final line of chapter four says, just when I thought I couldn't feel any more overwhelmed, I did. Try as I did to follow Garrodin's advice, I didn't sleep well at all that night. I was too excited. The memories and images of that day flashed through my mind all night long. The journey to my dream was just beginning. And there you have it, a look into the early years of Aiden of Delmar. Obviously, way before his death and resurrection. Oh, did I say that? Well, I know I said no spoilers, but actually you can read that on the back of the book. Which is something I've received criticism for, by the way. And I get it, obviously, from their perspective. That kind of thing, where Aiden dies in the middle of the book, is the kind of thing... You might not want to announce, but for me, it was a selling point of the book. And I think it worked very well because people were kind of wondering, well, he dies and comes back. What happens after that? You know, because there's a whole other half to the book. So, uh, you know, if you haven't read the books yet, I hope you do. And I hope you enjoy them. And to those of you who have already read and are possibly listening to this podcast, I thank you very much. I want to thank everyone who's been downloading the podcast, Um, particularly one person in Hong Kong, which was interesting to see and completely took me by surprise and that's going to do it thank you so much for listening uh, you can follow me on twitter at bobby's world 2110 you can follow me on instagram by the same tag if you're into my youtube videos at bobby's world 2110 the youtube channel uh the latest episode of the hunger games is up and it was a technical nightmare that i worked very hard all week long to fix Uh, When I originally recorded the video, it had two microphone channels open, so there was a terrible echo, and I could not fix it, and the only way to get around it was to do a voiceover. So I voiced voiced over about 90% of it, but under the circumstances, it came out far better than I was expecting, and I have already begun to set up the next Hunger Games, which I may record tomorrow as I am recording this right now. You can follow the Rise of Dragons podcast at riseofdragonspodcast.com. You can follow me on Facebook, too. There's an author page under the name of Robert Blanchard, and there is a YouTube page under Bobby's World 2110. Go to robertblanchardbooks.com if you're interested in the books. You can read the first three chapters of all three books for free there. I also should probably announce that I have a link tree now as well under Bobby's World 2110, so if you look up Linktree slash Bobby's World 2110, you can find all my links on there, and it makes things a great deal easier. Thank you to my friend Danielle for that advice. Danielle is also the person that did the cover for The Cry of a Raven and did a magnificent job, and I can't thank her enough for it. And that's about it. I hope everybody has a fantastic week. Be well, stay safe, and I will see you guys on the next episode. So take care, guys. 